All right, and welcome to another episode of Tracks Cast. I am your host, Jacksmus, and tonight, what's really on my mind and what's really bothering me that has been really getting on my last nerves is people using their cell phones while they're driving. And what I mean by that is basically steering wheel in one hand, phone in the other, you know, because if they had a manual transmission, then they wouldn't be able to, you know, shift gears and talk on the phone at the same time. So what they need to do is they need to bring back the manual transmission in some vehicles. And I think the really reason why they need to bring back the manual transmission is because I think then that way people could concentrate on shifting gears and not on their phone all the time. And I think that would be a good thing to have. I mean, a manual transmission is not hard to drive. All you do is put your foot in the clutch, put it in, you know, the the gear that you want in first, and then go through the motions. And then finally, when you get into that overdrive gear, you know, like fifth, or when you get into like, you know, fourth or fifth gear, you're good to go. And you don't have to worry about shifting. You can just set the cruise. And then finally, that's when you can start, you know, doing your thing. Um, But I still think that driving with a hands-free device thing is the best way to go. Now, a lot of people have Bluetooth that you put in your ear. Um, You have a thing that you can actually uh, sync to your radio. Uh, Ford has... Ford has the thing, you know, that sync that they have, and you can actually sync your radio to your your phone through Bluetooth, and it works basically as a speakerphone through your through your uh, speakers in your car, and your phone works just superbly. I think all vehicles should have that sync program in them, or that hands-free device that they have in like most Dodges, or they have in most vehicles nowadays, they have a Bluetooth capability inside the inside the radio, like Apple, like Apple AirPlay or iPod Music or whatever, and they have that you know inside the cars. I think that Elon Musk, I think he should design something where that the phone inside an i or like a phone could be docked to a could be docked to a Tesla. And then that is how the phone works, is inside the Tesla. And it could be used as a thing that works on that big screen, you know? Your phone could link up with that big screen and be be used uh, that way. So I think that more and more hands-free devices and more and more things should be used for people that are in the automotive industry that could be used around. There's not enough. Because I see a lot of people out there, I see a lot of people out there texting and driving. I still see them looking down at their crotch and texting and driving. And I see people doing it a lot. Now see, everybody's probably gonna say, well, what are you doing that's illegal? 
and I'm gonna be like nothing because I'm using a hands-free device. My phone is actually docked in a station. It's docked in a hands-free cradle. And then I'm able to do hands-free because I'm I'm able to talk. I'm able to, you know, use my phone and, and tell it to shut up and, and tell it to turn off and turn on. So yeah. So I'm using my phone as a hands-free device. And everybody knows that I am. Even my company knows that I'm doing this hands-free because they're watching me on camera. Yeah, they're watching me on camera. They're seeing what I'm doing. But the thing is, is that I'm not texting and driving. I'm not touching my phone and driving. I'm basically doing everything as hands-free device. So today, this one guy was driving. He had Florida plates and he was in Brainerd. He was driving a Camry. And he was driving a brand new Camry. It was probably like a a twenty uh, a twenty eighteen Camry, and I and he had his phone in his right hand, and he was he was texting on his with his right hand, and then he was driving the car with his knees. So he was driving with his knees. I mean, come on, come on, guy, that's texting and driving. That is dangerous. That's illegal. Okay, that's illegal in a lot of in a lot of uh, in a lot of states. It's illegal to text and drive. I mean, some people, yes, they use their navigation system for their phone, but they don't dock it in a cradle. They're holding on to it, and they're and they're they're listening to the lady tell them where they're going. But, you know, they're not paying attention to what they're doing. They're not looking ahead. What you need to keep doing is you need to keep look, looking ahead and then checking your mirrors and your blind spots all the time when you're driving down the road. So I don't understand why people are not using Bluetooth technology, why they're not using hands-free devices, and why are they texting and driving still? They need to start cracking down on this shit. And also with construction zones. You know, slow down in a construction zone. You know, if construction work is going on, go down to a little bit slower speed. But if there isn't any construction work going on, then fucking, you know, go the speed limit, but have fun. But that is what I'm that is what tonight's show is all about tonight is the whole hands-free device and the whole you know texting and driving. I see it everywhere I go. Everybody is on their damn device. There is they're on their phone, they're doing something. What they should be doing is paying attention to driving. Now, one of my passengers told me that in Scotland most of the cars that they have over there are manual. And the reason why they have manual transmissions over there in Scotland is because they don't want people to be able to text and drive. I actually looked that up and I, and I read that somewhere. That the more vehicles that they have manual transmissions in them, the less likely you are to text and drive. Now see, I don't text and drive, but I do my podcast, I do my Tracks Revolution 
podcasts and I do tracks chat live on my phone sometimes by putting my phone in a hands-free device and still driving my manual transmission after I have the program already set up and already doing its thing. So yes, it's a, you are capable of driving a vehicle, hands-free device, and talking on your phone. But it, inv- it involves voice messaging or saying to your phone, you know, text message somebody and do this, please. So your phone will take text messages down if you do it and you ask your phone. If you ask your phone, if you say like, you know, if you use the special command and then you say text and then it will and it will do voice activated texting or just do a voice message. Yes, just do a voice message. Send a voice message to somebody. That's how you do it. So think about it when you're driving down the road and, and you know, just think about all the things that you could do differently when driving, you know, plan your head, plan your trip ahead, you know, realize what you're going to do because, you know, nobody wants to get in trouble for texting and driving. Nobody wants to be caught in the middle of the road you know, in an accident because you smashed into them because your head was down in your crotch looking at your text messages or trying to read your emails. You know, get something that can read your stuff for you. There are apps that can read your text messages when they come in and they can do the thing when it happens. So it'll be like, new text message from so-and-so. And then it says, Hi, this is Bob. I just wanted to tell you that I love you. Or something like that. You know, they have things that can read your text messages for you. So just understand that texting and driving is not a good thing. I don't understand why people keep on doing it. I mean, how many times do you have to keep breaking the law before you finally realize to yourself that, you know, it's a bad thing? And the cameras in the vans, uh, the cameras in all vehicles. I recommend having a dash cam. Yeah, I recommend having a dash cam that records the last, like, the, that records the last 20 seconds of an accident or something because you could have somebody pull out in front of you and they could be like, oh, no, that didn't happen, that didn't happen. And then you would get in trouble and you'd be at at fault but then you'd have that dash cam and that dash cam would show what happened. I think it's always good to have cameras on your car. Yeah. To show, to help you in an accident. So there's always something out there that can help people with driving. And it's, you know, like a Bluetooth headset. There's thousands of Bluetooth headsets and there's earbuds, um, there's different kinds of things that can go in your ears. Um, and if you're and if you're very sensitive, like I am, and you don't like stuff inside your ears, there are things that can connect to your, or that can stick to your, um, your uh, sun visor, 
and it can act like a speaker and you can basically talk through it or you can go through the speakers in your car using a line in uh, a line in auxiliary cable or doing it Bluetooth so you know if they had a program like sync or something like that in your car a lot of new headsets and a lot of new radios come with that inside the car they have the Bluetooth technology or the sync technology and all you have to do is turn your Bluetooth in your car and sync it to your and sync it to your radio and it works just is just as good yeah the phone does anyway and I know a lot of companies like Ford um, and Dodge have their own hands-free device in their phones or for their are in their cars they have their own hands-free devices in their in their vehicles and they work really really well yeah they work really really well and there isn't anything wrong with having a hands-free device in a car because it helps you look around and keep your and keep your head on a swivel you know because when people drive 90% of the time Sometimes they seem like they have their head up their ass, which is not good. Because I don't know why people, for some odd reason, seem to, just when they drive down the road, they always seem like they have one hand on the steering wheel and one hand on their phone. Or one hand on their phone. And they're always texting one-handed. They're doing that one-handed thumb, that thumb wrestling with the phone, trying to text message somebody like the greatest you know, the greatest emoji ever or the, or something, you know, but I'm not trying to bash people who are, you know, I'm not trying to bash people who listen to, you know, who listen to, um, who, you know, I'm not trying to bash people who use their phone a lot, but I'm just saying use a hands-free device and learn how to send voice, uh, voice messages you know, or voice, or, or voice texts or something like that, you know, that way you can all be safe. And that way we can just keep driving down the road and doing what we're supposed to do, paying attention to the road. Because sometime in Minnesota, three seconds is all it takes before you can be smashing into the back of someone's vehicle. It doesn't take, you know, it takes on average to send a text message to somebody it takes five seconds to send a text message. Seriously, dude, you got in front of me, and why? Because I got over and you don't need to. I hate when people do that, too. I hate when people lane change and they don't need to, and then they get in front of you and they slow you down, and they make you slow down because, you know, they just wanted to get in your way. And then once you pass the vehicle, they get, you know, they, they follow you back over, but then they don't get out of your way. Yeah. Dumbass. Because I don't understand that. I just passed a car and the guy was going slower than I was. And then he got in front of me to make me slow down. And then I passed him on the right hand side again. And now he's pissing off all sorts of people. Because people do not know how to drive. They do not know how to drive. Okay. So basically you can drive down the road in a vehicle, you can drive down in a road in a vehicle, and then you can pass and get over. That's what you can do. 
Yeah, you can pass somebody, you know, go around them, and then, you know, get behind them, and, you know, and go around them. And not have to, and not have to curdle in the fast lane the whole, or in the fast lane the whole time. Get out of the fast lane. If you're not going fast, get out of the fast lane. If you're going slow, stay in the slow lane. Let everybody pass you until you realize that you can grow a pair of balls and then go around somebody. Because I hate that when people do this. I hate when people drive down the road and then they don't need to pass something and they just pass. They just get over because they want to. And they don't, they, they, they don't, you know, they don't even want to pass anybody. They just fucking ride your coattails like a little bitch. And then I hate that when you go to pass somebody and then they're like, oh, I'm going to go slow as shit because you're trying to go around somebody. So what you do is you pass, you get back over in the right hand lane and you drive and then you pass again and you keep doing this and you get to your destination in a faster, safer manner than weaving in and out of traffic and going 100 miles an hour when you don't freaking need to. I wish people would understand that when you drive down the road, there is a sense and sensibility of driving down the road. And in Pennsylvania, they have this. Now in Pennsylvania, if you ride in the fast lane, or if it's a two lane road, and you ride in the left lane, the whole, or if it's a four lane highway, if you ride in the fast lane longer than 30 minutes and a cop sees you because he's behind you, he can ticket you. He can pull you over because you're riding in the fast lane and you're not passing somebody. And people are going faster than you. So that is a thing called um, obstructing. It's an obstructing the fast lane or obstructing the passing lane is what it's called. And you get a fine for that. Yeah. Because they don't want people to keep riding in the fast lane. Now, if it becomes a three-lane road and you ride in the center lane, you're fine. You don't have to always be in the far right lane. You can be in the center, or you can be in the, or you can be in the right lane or the far right lane, which is the slow lane. But the one thing about being in the middle lane is that when you have cars coming off and they're exiting off on the right, they're exiting off on the right-hand side. They use the right lane for an acceleration lane and they're trying to get caught up to traffic. So then you have your center lane to give them that cushion to make them get down the road. You're not trying to run anybody off the road. You're just trying to give somebody a cushion to go somewhere and knowing that you have to pass somebody. Now, when you know that you have to pass somebody, you know, it's always good to know that yes, you're going a little bit faster than them, so pass them. But also understand how far a distance you have in front of a person. Yeah, like so count your distances. You know, if you're within if you're on the interstate and a car is and a car is six seconds ahead of you and is not in your way or not anything else, you're fine. You can just stay where you are. But if that car abruptly goes, you know, slows down for some damn reason, 
you have to give yourself a cushion to stop. And it takes brakes to work on a car depending on how far your stopping distance is. If you're going 55 miles an hour and you slam on your brakes, you're gonna go about, you know, you're gonna go pretty far. It's gonna take you a little bit longer to stop that car. I'm not a driving instructor. I'm not, yeah, I'm not a driving instructor and I don't remember the exact numbers all the time because I have to read the book a little bit ahead. But the thing is, is that if you're driving 55 miles an hour and you slam on your brakes, it's going to take you probably about four seconds to stop. About four seconds to stop. Yeah, it's going to take you four seconds to come to a stop. You're probably going to shit your pants. You're probably going to be scared a little bit. But it doesn't, you do not have to get into an accident. No, you do not have to ride someone's ass. You do not have to ride someone's coattails. If you want to pass, pass somebody. Now, semi-trucks do not like it when you pass on the far right lane, when you pass them, because it's a suicide pass. Because sometimes they'll think, okay, I'm driving in the middle lane and a guy just passed me. So that means I need to get over into the far right lane and, you know, because I'm going slower than everybody else. So that means that, you know, you don't pass a semi truck on the right hand side. That's a suicide pass. I don't care who the hell you are. You're not Paul Walker and Vin Diesel and Fast and the Furious trying to get underneath a semi trailer with a Honda Civic which doesn't work anyway. Uh-uh, it doesn't work. The The truck was lifted up a little bit higher and it was all movie magic, so don't try it. <laughs> yeah, just don't. It's not worth it, okay? Anyway, when you pass a vehicle, when you pass a vehicle on the right, it puts you in, in danger because sometimes you got cars that want to exit. You got cars that want to exit but then you have cars that are coming onto the highway and you're trying to go 100 miles an hour to get around that car when there could be another car coming and then you have to slam on your brakes or slow down and then that way you just, you know, kind of, you know, rubberneck the whole bunch of other people behind you and, you know, cause a lot of problems. Now, when a car is coming down an acceleration lane, if a car is coming down an acceleration lane and you're in the middle, they have enough room to come in and take that far right lane. But as soon as you get past the car, get back over in the right lane. Yeah, get back over in the far right lane. Or stay in the center if you know that you're going faster than everybody else. And speed limits. Speed limits are there for your protection. Yeah, speed limits are there for your protection. I mean, you know, if the speed limit sign says 70 and it's dry outside and it's not wet or anything like that, you know, it's not wet outside and it's not windy or snowy or icy, you can go 75, 74 if you want to, you know. But don't try to get yourself arrested, no. Just go the speed limit, you know, you know, and, 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 and plan ahead, 
like I said, plan your trip. If you planned your trip or plan where you know where you're going to go, then you won't worry so damn much. And then you won't be, you know, rushed. You won't be afraid to go fast because nobody needs to go 95 in a 55 and get themselves in trouble. No one needs to go 100 in a 70 and get themselves arrested. It's just not a good idea. No. And just because your car goes 0 to 60 in 2.8 seconds doesn't mean you need to try it every freaking night. You don't need to do it by trial by error or trial by fire. You know, you don't need to go out and do it all the time. <laughs> Gas prices are getting a little bit high now, so we can't really have that kind of uh, stuff going on. Unless you really and truly want to, go for it. But, you know, just think, <laughs> do I go out and take my girlfriend to a movie this weekend or do I put gas in my car? You guys know the answer to that one. Put gas in the car. <laughs> yeah. Letting your woman drive your vehicle. Yeah. Letting your woman drive your vehicle. Well, if you really trust her and you want her to drive your car, let her. Yeah, let her. If you, if you don't feel comfortable about it, Give her the honest answer. Don't tell her stuff like, oh, my insurance company doesn't cover that. No. Let her let her dry your let her try your car out. Who knows? She might drive it better than you. Yeah, she might. So it's okay to let you it's okay to let your girlfriend or your wife drive your car. I mean, yeah. It's always good. Um, body kits and body kits of different rims. You know, always check with like tire rack, uh, tire rack, or wheel pros, or some company that shows you the different options for your tire sizes. Um, because you don't want to always be stuck with the wrong offset. And you don't want to make your car tires rub. And you don't want to, like, you know, burn your tires. But when your tires get to a 2-30-second tread, that's when it's time to change the tires. Yes. That's 2-30 seconds. When it starts to get into that, the 2-30 seconds, that's when it's time to worry about it. When it gets into, like, if you start to see, like, um it coming through like you start seeing the sidewalls and stuff like that that's when it's time to get new tires I mean yes you can go a pretty long time on a set of tires but always get them rotated balanced um, you know get them get a new set of tires every year uh, get a new things that like get like you know different size tires sometimes you know give it a try don't always worry about, you know, going out and buying the most expensive rims because sometimes it doesn't, you know, it doesn't help. Um, when it comes to your car's warranty, you know, yes, your manufacturer's warranty runs out, but there are companies out there that will help extend your warranty of your vehicle. 
like Car Shield and stuff like that. I mean, I know that that probably sounds really bad, but the thing is, is that they probably do work. I haven't gotten one yet because I have never gotten a vehicle that I really wanted to get a warranty on. I've always taken my, I've always taken my car to get it fixed by somebody else because one, I'm not a mechanic and I don't have time to, I don't have time to do it. Um, because the thing is, is that I don't have a garage. If you're ever going to build a garage for yourself in your home, always look to see what kind of lift you can get. Like a hydraulic lift or a, or a couple jacks and a couple jack stands. I mean, just look into something that you can use um, that just would help you out. Because there are some really good jacks out there. I'm one of them. <laughs> just kidding. There's some really good jacks out there that can help you work on your vehicle without having any problem. And it, it really will help you out. Um, four, post, four post jacks are really hard to come by. Uh, because, you know, sometimes they, you know, sometimes a four post jack is really hard to come by because they're expensive um, and they only get the vehicle up a certain thing. Some people use pits. They have pits built into the ground and then they have scissor lifts on the top. And so that way it, you know, works really well. But as long as you have the right kind of tools to do the job, you'll be all right. So always think about that when you're driving your vehicle too. What kind of first aid kit do you need to have? What kind of safety stuff do you need to have in your car? I always say have a good flashlight. Have one of those uh, radios that you turn the knob and it powers it up and it, and it works as a flashlight it works you know charging your cell phone um and everything else because you want to make sure that you have may you want to make sure you have good working stuff in any kind of bad weather especially in minnesota when it can't make up its mind whether it's supposed to be spring or summer yet and we're still effing around in april um but you know always have a good first aid kit i mean have band-aids have a uh, have a pocket mask. Yeah, a pocket mask. Um, you know, you don't need to go out and buy an AED. You don't need to have one of those in your car. Um, you just need to go out and just have a good, fully stocked kit with everything that you need to take care of yourself in, in, in an accident. Yeah. Always, okay, another thing, if you do see somebody on the side of the road, that looks like they need some help, it's always good to, you know, it, it's always good to stop, but pull up next to them if it's safe to do so, pull up next to them and say, hey, do you need any help? But always take your keys with you. Yeah, take your keys with you, take your phone with you, you know, and then ask, and, and then ask them if they need any assistance. Because if they do, it's better than just driving away and being a dick. I mean, there's a lot of people on the side of the road that need a little help these days. And there's nothing wrong with asking. No, there's, no, there's nothing wrong with asking. But just keep yourself safe. That's the way you do it. You keep yourself safe and you make sure 
that you're not in harm's way when you're asking somebody if they need any help. Yeah, if you see somebody on the side of the road, you know, stop. Or basically, remember the mile marker that you're on. Yeah, remember the mile marker that you're on and call the non-emergency line for the area that you're in. Always know the non-emergency telephone number that you're in or, you know, you can call, you know, or you can just, you know, say that you saw somebody on this side of the road who needed some help. Because there's always that Good Samaritan rule out there, which a lot of people don't use. They don't seem to care. Um, they just seem to pass up people and leave them sitting on the side of the road and not knowing what they're supposed to do. I mean, it's just one of those things that happens all the time. It's like really bad. And I don't know why it happens. I mean, always helping somebody on the side of the road is, is, can be a sketchy thing. I'm not saying you have to go out and do it, but just give it a thought, you know, give it a thought. Um, always, okay, especially with these electric cars, always know where your charging stations are. Yeah, with these Teslas. Um, because sometimes you'll be driving your Tesla down the road and you won't have a power station around and you might run out of, you might run out of juice. And so I've seen some guys carry a generator a generator in their Teslas that have gas inside of it that they undo it and then they plug it in their Tesla and then it will get them to the next charging station. I've seen that. It's not it's not a joke. It's 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 something I've seen. Cuz tonight, man, especially right now at 9:55, it's it's snowing like madhouse down here and it sucks on 494. I don't know why the hell we don't have any snow plows out here. And I don't know why we just, oh, I just don't understand why we just, why Minnesota's got to be like this. God, I hate this crap. Well, I don't know, man. It's just one of those damn things. Ah, it sucks. Oh, there's probably no Twins game tonight because it's snow. I can't even see in front of me. Jesus Christ, you can't see in front of you. No, the snow is covering up the road. You can't see. Well, so yeah, just remember to be safe out there on the roads and, you know, take your time and always remember to have a good first aid kit. Always remember to be safe and always just remember do not text and drive, please. Just for once, listen to me on this one. And thanks again, guys. Drive safe and be careful.